Okay, here we go with Oz Bays. Without further ado. Kasim Mishlei. Says Mishlei, Brochus of Sadik. Brochus going to the head of the Tzadik. Yitzadik humisha maisav, humisha maisav ritzum finesha. Someone whose actions, more often than not, if not always, are wanted by Kaddish Baruch, the way that he's acting. When a person has the recognition, very, very deep word, the recognition, the Kaddish Baruch who is is in front of him. This is the inin of the bracha. It's going to be a crown for his head. So when a person has this recognition that a Kaddish Baruch is always in front of him, which is going to be, of course, Baruch Atah, Every bracha we say has the word atah, which means you. You're talking to a Kaddish Baruch, you're speaking to him one-on-one. Then that's going to become an atara l'rosho. <clears throat> atara means a crown. We're not going to get too into it now, even though I'm go- we're going to, in this Hashem, in this Chabura, we're going to discuss some deep inyanim. We'll explain everything, but we're going to discuss deep. We're going to go into spheros, because since the world... Is based on Sirius. Of course, Gemara is going to be based on it and a lot of the Sugyas. And the Svarim bring down that the word Brachos, the Sefer Brachos, first Masechta, is the same letters, if you break it down, as Bo Keser. The word Brachos, Yeshua Nassan, the Masechta Brachos is the letters Bo Keser. This is the first, it's the first of the Masechtas. It's the crown. It contains everything that there is to be. So Atara Larosho, an Atara, is also a crown. It's like a Keser. So Brochos, the Rosh Tzadik, Atara Larosho, it's the Indian of the Keser. This is going to be of the most powerful Inyanam of Vodas Hashem. That's why Rav Tzadik says that that's why Brochos has to be the beginning of Shas. It's coming to teach us. We have to remember that Gemara is really coming to teach us how to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Generally, people think either just, just learning itself is serving Hashem. True. And some others think, no, it means you have to take the Gemara and then learn the Rosh and the Rif and then the Beis Yosef and the Shulchan Aruch and then learn how to serve Him in that way. And again, we're going to learn a third way how to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu from the Gemara. That's how we're going to learn Ian Nafshi more focused on that, and we're going to see Rav Tzaddik himself in a, in a few pages, we'll probably get there next week really, but we'll see how he learns the beginning of Masechus Brachos, and we're going to follow suit and try to learn how to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu from the Gemara, but not necessarily in, in, in specifically keeping Halacha per se, in Amkus. Before you do anything, you need the Hakara of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, the recognition not the Chachmah, not to know that there is a God who exists. Do you, do, you believe, do you believe in God? Yeah, of course I believe in God. A Hakara is something much, much deeper. To recognize in this very moment that there's a Bari Olam. This is the Indian of the Bracha. And if you could say Remus, Habracha is the same letters as Bihakara. It's the same letters, is yeah? Habracha is Bihakara. So the Indian of the Bracha is going to be a way to recognize the Kaddish Baruch. If not the most important thing of all of Odas Hashem is Da, know, know the, the God of your Father. Avdeyu, Avdeyu, 
I'm sorry. Does the Kavdir of Avdeu? I'm sorry. Verak Achakach. I'm spacing out here. Verak Achakach. Evshel the Kaim of Avdeu. The pasuk says, Does the Kavdir of Avdeu? First, you have to know, not just read Bereshis and, and believe there's a God like you're in second grade. You have to grow up and become more mature and have a, have a relationship. Know deeply. Know intimately. Know. Adam Yoda Aschava to know a Kaddish Baruch Hu, to know the God of your Father, and then from that place, the Avdeu. Even in the word Evid, it's Bida, it's with knowledge, right? To be an Evid, a deep Evid, right? There's two levels of, of Evid. One Evid is very simple. There's a master, he works for him, you know, he doesn't want to get whacked, he just wants a nice meal and a, and a bed to sleep in, so he's an Evid. But then there's an Evid who's Bida. He's in the place of Da, in knowing, in knowing his master. That's, that's the way we serve a Kodesh Baruch Hu. <clears throat> so it's Da Eselokei Avicha Vavdeu. To know God, and then you could serve him from that place. Hainu shilifnei hashadam obed as Hashem. Before anybody serves a Kodesh Baruch Hu, it means in general, but it means every single day, and it means growing. Who are you serving? Right? Before... Before you're in, when you're a little kid, obviously you can't serve a Kaddish Baruch at all until you know him to some degree. But even when you're older, and we're about to go daven, before you put on talis, know Hashem, K N O W. Before you daven, know a Kaddish Baruch Have a moment of of connection. I'm Kaddish Baruch I'm putting on a talis because you told me to. That's already da. Okay, if, and if you know more, and you know more Hasidus, and you know more Kabbalah, and you know more all the zad and it's even more da. But on the most basic level, da, right now, have a hakara of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. <coughs> And it's not so simple. In Tess Zion, he just brings down from the, from the Gemara, in those Tess Zion, in this Chayel, in this, he says, Tziva, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer HaGadol, before he died, it says in the Gemara in Brachas, we're going to learn in Merit Hashem, at some point, when you're davening, so Rabbi Eliezer, one of the greatest Tanayim, is sitting, is on his deathbed, and he's obviously speaking to very high-level Talmidim. And he says, And when you're davening, Know before whom you stand. This is like his like, last parting words. This is not, it's not a simple thing. And Rabbi Nachman says, he says very simply, he says, if a person would really believe and really know, he uses the word das, that when you're davening, HaKadosh Baruch was listening, you would be much more excited when you daven. He says, Harai. He says, very simply, he says, to the degree of your excitement and your being into it and davening is how much da, how much you know that a Kaddish Baruch how much hakar you have that he's there right now. He says, it's, it's the proof in the pudding. Just take a look at your davening. That's how much da you have. And we have to work on da, on knowing as much as possible that a Kaddish Baruch is not just exists and not just he created the world, but he's, he's here right now. And that takes learning and that takes also that takes learning shas, but in a way of ianafshi of connecting to Kaddish Baruch at every single moment, <clears throat> and then it starts to build, and you start to build a relationship slowly but surely. And this is the inyan chazal made yosei a bracha before every single ma'isa. Right? Most brachos, ninety nine percent of brachos are all derabanan. Right? The only bracha that's for sure daraisa is vachalta visavata uberachta when you eat and you're satiated the bench. Maybe birkasa Torah, we're actually going to get to that sugya. Kishem Hashem Ekra Havugodulukane. But every other bracha we say on food, on tiyasadayim, birkasa mitzvah, birkasa shvach, 
which is really surrounds our day. All of these brachas, Asher Yatzer, which is the most important because we do it the, the most out of all the brachas, it's all to have a recog- constant recognition of a Kaddish Baruch. That's what Chazal is doing. It's not another rule that they told us to do. Another bracha that we have to remember. That's how we, that's how we go up learning. We're like, okay, 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 okay. But if a person understands about the sugi of Das and to connect it to Kaddish Baruch he waits for a bracha to say. Every single bracha allows you to say the words Baruch Atta Hashem. It's a zuchus, it's an opportunity. It's a geshmak. We want to get to that place where we look forward to the bracha. Where, as by Yitzhak Avinu, he didn't, he didn't, want, he didn't just say a bracha so he can eat. He wanted to eat so he could say the bracha. Right? He wanted to give brachas to Ace of Yaakov, whatever it was. He says, bring me food. Why? Because he wanted to say the bracha. He needed the food to be able to say a bracha to his children. So that's, that's, that's a madrig of tzaddikim. But, to, but for us, we want the food, but we should also want to say that bracha. Da. So as so a they were masakin to say a bracha lefnei kol ma'isa before every single action. Mitzvah lefnei kol kabal sanna. Before a ma'isa mitzvah, or before we got hana, gashmis menolamazah. Food, drink. Kidei, every single bracha. It's not so simple what we say with brachas. The words of bracha, we'll get to it, it's so high. We're making yichudim. We're making unifications. You've probably heard that word when it comes to Arizal. Without the Arizal, Chazal already, before the Arizal, the Arizal piggybacked off of Chazal. And he understood the depth that they were speaking about. But making a yichud, a oneness. That this food, me, this food, and God, right in this moment, we are one. You say the bracha to bring that out. <clears throat> to set the tone, to set that moment. To miyachi, the yichud, me, the food, and the Kaddish Baruch we're all one right now. In all your ways, know him. Da'eyu, know God. In all your ways. Not just learning and davening. Work, eating, drinking, walking. Agav, I think the Chidah says, the Rosh Hashanah, the B'chod is Rosh Who? No, the first letter of each of each oh. one. Bez, Dalid, Dalid, Bodod, his Bodidus. So the Chidah says the only way to get to Bechodor Chechadayehu, to really know God in all your ways, is to do his Bodidus. It's to take time and to think about it. To take time to be alone with a Kaddish Baruch Hu, build that relationship. And then from there, once you realize that a Kaddish, right, you go through the Amuna and the Bitacha and that type of relationship, where is he not? Yeah, we just forget about it because we're not, we're not cognizant of it, so we go through our day. But if you learn the Sugi of Amunah well, where is he not? It's impossible that he's not everywhere every single second. Every, you just need that time, that bididut, to awaken that, those thoughts, and then you can come to try to live with it. Rambam, the Rambam says, I'm going a little bit over today because anyway, it's a small group, and so I'm just going to try to get to this next paragraph. It says in the, the Rambam says, the Bira Pasuk, the Rambam explains, the Rambam writes that a person should have in mind during everything he does, it's L'Shem Shemayim. Because L'Maise, it is Shemayim. The Yemen says it is a Kodesh Baruch running the event. So if we want to align ourselves with the very moment that we're in, then align it with the Kodesh Baruch. Because it is him. 
So if you're not aligning yourself with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, then you're already like in some kind of deep level of cognitive dissonance, you know? The world is going one way and you're going in a different way. So you're, you're already off. It's, the world is not going to work properly if you're not going to surrender yourself to this moment, to the Kaddish Baruch Hu in this moment. If you want life to go well and you want to enjoy life and you want it, you want to be aligned with it, you have to surrender to the Shem Shemaim in this moment. Even if it's not going the way you expect it. Because who cares the way you expect it? The world is about God's expectations, not your expectations. That's our problem. Our expectations disalign? I don't know. Misalign. Misalign, thank you. See, I always need an English major with me. Because I make up words and... He's a doctor. He's also an English major. He has to read a lot of things. I don't know. I'm joking. You have to read. Barely. The rest of us don't. We don't read. <laughs> just Hebrew. <laughs> yeah, just Hebrew. Barely. And the And to only know a Kodesh Baruch Hu. This is what a bracha does. Meseches brachas. Brachas doing every single day. The person has to... We're not, it's not benching a Kodesh Baruch We're going to have to learn also with the Amkus what it means a bracha. We're not there yet. First we have to start with Shema. What, what does Shema even mean? And through this, through the brachas, a person can be mekayim, this union of connecting every single moment, being miyachit, every single moment to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Gemara's going to talk about it in the Memches. What's the shear of a, of a person reaching the age, a child reaching the age of, to be part of a ziman, which is a bracha. It's the bracha before the bracha of Berchaz Amazon. It's the bracha before the only bracha of the Raisa. What's that? Sheer that that age, from when can a cotton combine the bracha? So the Gemara says, cotton When a cotton knows before whom, to whom he sang the bracha, the sheer of a bracha is you have to know. Then he can be, then he can be part of the zimun, right? Because what's the whole zimun? We're, 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 what? Yeah, both sides of who we, who we, who we sing a bracha to, bracha l'keinu, or whatever. The food comes from a kodesh baruch hu. Mishum she'em ain't a yodei shem varchem l'ashem is baruch. Because if a person doesn't know that he's standing in front of a kodesh baruch hu saying a bracha, memela in kol tovals bebrachasa. What's the tachos of a bracha? If we say a bracha in a mindless way, okay, it still works, but what's the toelus? Yeah, it's a toelus. So you're not stealing, uh, you know, the food. You got them in the most basic way. You establish that yes, this is God's food, but. You have no cognition, no connection, no havana, no hakara of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. What You didn't get what Chazal wanted you to get. Chazal didn't want a bracha just to be, as we're going to learn, just a way to get out of stealing from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Right? Before you get any hanal gashmis, say a bracha because it's his. And a Kaddish Baruch Hu says, if you want it to be yours, say a bracha. That's it. Can you say like, what's, please. The of, uh, huh? what's the tools of the food itself? Yes. But that's, that's a, yes, you can, on a, on a, on a, on a deeper level. And it connects, the toss of the food connects to the toss of the bracha. They come together in that place, mm-hmm. right? So the Tzadok says, what's not by other mitzvahs? Chazal didn't give the shear of, we'll see, shaking the lulav, that you have to know before whom you shake. Chazal never said that you need to know, the kid needs to know who is putting tefillin in, on in front of, to then put on tefillin. No, the shear of putting on tefillin is 
Can the kid put on tefillin and keep his body clean? Can the kid shake a and not poke somebody in the eye? Right? That's that's the sheer of a kid, which is very which is very high level right now. It's like sixteen years old. No, not poking people. <laughs> we're lo- we're losing it. We're getting higher and higher. But that's the sheer of those mitzvahs. Right to keep a clean body. And similarly with other mitzvahs, he brings down on the bottom, whatever the Gemara is, he has to know how to shake it. By, by a bracha, he's going to say, The essence of a bracha, The essence of a bracha is that the one who's saying the bracha should know to whom he's saying a bracha. It's not just dibur. Right? We think a bracha is just, it's, it's, it's a maise dibur. Whatever. It's a dibur. Rav Tzadok is saying, if you just do the dibur, your mom is missing the whole inyan. The inyan is a yediyah So the whole Masechus brachos is going to be us learning Das Hashem. That's going to be the whole Masechus brachos. And in this way, when you have the idea, you're expressing your hakara of a Kaddish Baruch. And when we express our hakara, a recognition of a Kaddish Baruch, again and again, it becomes real. A person speaks about something that's Narishkeit, but he speaks about it again and again and again and again. Eventually, he starts to believe in it. So, Kavachom, Rakulshakain, Lalafal, Flay of Dallas, if you're speaking about something that's real and an emesdik, you don't necessarily believe in it, you're not there yet, but if you keep speaking about it, that itself will create a very deep recognition. As David Mel says, He'emanti ki adaber. I came to believe because I spoke. That's how the Svarim learned it. He'emanti ki adaber. The more he said, he said to Hillam, the more he started to believe in a Baruch Hu. It brought him into a deeper relationship and a deeper connection, a deeper akara of a Baruch Hu. Yosef Kardinson? Yosef Kardinson? Yeah. He sings He'emanti ki adaber? No, the Tehillim. Oh, Misugal Tshuva? Yeah, yeah. Misugal Tshuva? Yeah, Tshuva yeah, back to Kodesh Baruch Hu. I understand. Why isn't, why isn't shaking a lulav an akara of Hashem? I understand that. And why are we saying it's both ways? It's not a... It's not a it, it, it should be and it, and it can be, of course. But it's not as clear as a bracha. A bracha, when you're saying words, who, you're, you're speaking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The, the essence of that is Hakara Sashem. Versus a Lulav is, you should already have a Hakara of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and I'm shaking the Lulav in front of him. That's why we say a Bracha before every Maisa Mitzvah. Because that, the Bracha sets us, gets us in that place of Hakara Sashem. I think even if Salvechik is a whole sugya, we know Mitzvah Srikas Kavana. I'm sure we're going to hit it at some point. A Mitzvah needs Kavana. I think if Salvechik said that's why Chazam made a Bracha, that the Bracha like, injects the Kavana. Into the Maitzah Mitzvah. Baruch Hashem. Okay, Shalom Mitzvah Zvanu. Um, thank you. Wow. I couldn't, I don't know where it's going. Almatilas Lulav. Thank you. And then, right, that's the Gavan, it's the Hakara, and then you go shake it. So there's a lot that goes into a bracha. We shouldn't be saying bracha so, so fast. So we said before, brachas is Bo Keser. That's what the Swarm bring down. That's what is Bo Keser. It has all, everything in there. So there's a um, neurophysiologic basis for what you're saying. The more you want about something the more it becomes mm-hmm. real so we all have attentional mechanisms we'll pay attention to things mm-hmm. and it takes seven times for you to repeat things and attend to something before it goes into your short-term memory 
and then from the short-term memory it can go into your long-term memory. So the repetition of doing things as a neuroanatomic basis, the Kodesh Baruch set it up. Of course he did. Now I want to ask the doctor. <laughs> now, this is really good. How long after you get into the short term does it get into the long term? That's an excellent question. They don't know? So different three people. Probably, I, bet, I would say three sets of seven. Three Could be. Different people at that point have, it's a little more variable. So I'll tell you why I say that. Some look. people one time. Yeah. Because they have a photographic memory. But it's okay, rare. fine. But there are people who have exceptional memories. And so, so many, many people, it's probably several times, maybe three, five. Why? Know, so why is it seven? Four. Why is it seven times? He just said seven. That's why? Because cool. that's seven. Why did I say three sets of that? Because Mochen is Chalchum Bin Adas. So it probably takes three sets of seven to then get it in. But you see, that's why a person, we, we, have to, we, we can't be like babies, like you see with your children. Is that if they don't get a math problem after one time, oh, I can't do it, Tati, I'm never going to get it. Right away, first problem. It's like very frustrating for a parent. But then again, we do it also by sometimes by dominating, by learning. You need to go through something seven times. So the Kasadik has to fall seven times. Kasadik has to fall seven times. Until you get it that this is the process of life. Not that you, that puzzle is not saying that after you fall seven times, that's it, you're never going to fall again. No. no you're going to understand that this is how Kaddish Baruch made the world and you won't fall from the fall. That's the problem. We're all going to fall. But don't have a fall because you fell. That's already, you're in like some deep oblivion. You might never get out. But when you're learning, even even the stipler already said, if you don't even want to know one, one, one blot, you have to know it well. Okay, we're not, we're, gonna be, we're not going to do this necessarily, but he said that even if the chaz are four times before you even, you even start to understand it the first time. You have to read over four times before you even start to understand it as a haschalah. Seven, four. Okay, but you see, these, these things are also built. Four is also you give up, okay, put up. Everything's built on unpenemius. It's also built on the of HaKadosh Baruch. All of life is built. The whole tachlis of life is HaKar Hashem. He built a world where he hid himself, right? This whole world to hide himself, and then the whole game is, come find me. That's all of life. That's, what he, that's right? Hide and seek. Hide and seek. Because if he would have just created a world and, and he's not going to allow himself to become... Known, then first of all, what's the tachos of life? And if he, and we know that a little bit, he does let himself know, be known. So, so what's going on here? The answer is he always wants to be known. It's on us, the makablim, the creations, to go after that. So the sugi of brachas is the head, is the kesser of that in, of this entire of, of life itself. So we have to. Learn, that's why we have to learn brachas slowly but surely. We're not in any rush, but learn it well with the tzaddikim who are bringing out of the gemara. Hakaras Hashem in a very very deep way, and it will mamish expand your entire life. So to finish up the two lines here. For this specific reason, all brachas were established. Hakaras Hashem. That's the shear, the age that the Chazal gave for those to say a mezuman, a child, misha from the age sheyeda, sheyada esmi mevarchen, that he knows to whom he sang a bracha. Because if you don't have that knowledge, then a bracha is almost toelessless. No toelless. Okay. We'll continue with this, Amir Tzashem, tomorrow. What's the thing about Meshiva Ruch and Weyagesh of 30 days in... in that's like, Hergul. That, that's, there's, there's an Indian of Hergul of 30. Brother Mori just brought this... Uh, comes this, this uh, always...
but you're it d- corrupts in a way that it's not conscious. So some things get driven get in there. down into the more essence subconscious, the more you do stuff. Right. So, like, uh, to give a quick example, you try to play violin, right? If you do metabolic studies of the brain, while people who are amateurs are taking lessons play violin, it's this crazy activity going on. And as you get more proficient to the level of an orchestra player, you don't even see very much going on. It's all driven down to like reflexive into the deeper parts of the brain, the spinal cord. It's all. It's like they're not even. I guess we could speak about all these things that he's going to speak about. We could speak on a level of Buddhist Hashem. Of course. For example, what he's talking about, right? So when a person is learning something new, so if you look at the brain waves, and correct me when I say something that's not so scientific, it's 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 craziness. But as you keep going, going, going. It becomes coherent, say there. It's called Minuchas Nefesh. It's called Yishevadas. Now we're speaking about on Sunday morning about Bitachon. If a person goes into this world and he just and he has and he has a job and he has a wife and he has kids and he has spirituality, his brain. If you look at his brain waves, he's all over the place. What's going to be misader all of this stuff into some Minuchas Nefesh into a Yishevadas? He needs an Echad. He needs a oneness. He needs to have Shema Yisrael. This is the first sogya. Shema Yisrael. Hashem Elokein Hashem. Echad. All those things that you're doing. The learning, the working, the wife, the kids, the insurances, the stuff, the family trips. It's really, really all from Echad. And when a person downloads that, Emunah and Bitachon, that's called, it comes to, you come to a place called Menuchas and Nefesh, Yishev Adas, and then the brainwaves are much cool, much it's 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 coherent. You can see them just flowing nicely, and you are flowing nicely because you are your brainwaves. You are <laughs> your brainwaves. You're a neurologist. Yeah. So is that you're Emmett? mostly stroke. <laughs> this is gonna be good. Is that Emmett? You could you scientifically. Me. How's that sound? That's true. Well, he he told me the science. I was just explaining to you in in words of Buddhist Hashem. Right. In a certain. I've been reading books. It's all I've, metaphors. You know. I've been reading a few different types of books, and uh, every single every yeah, I do read a little bit. But let me, I, I pay attention to the English language. You know, there's Jonathan Sachs, right? You read the secular, it gives you perspective on the. You start to see, and I could I could tell you from the, what they're writing. I could tell you the Avodas Hashem behind it. They don't know that, right? right? They have chachma. Oh. What does it mean afterwards? No, oh. I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> But they have a chachma. They have a chachma. They can look inside the brain and see the waves, and they can explain to you different things, but they don't know the, the Torah behind it. They don't know why that necessarily is. They can't always give you a why. At a certain point, they have to stop. Because there's only... Because first of all, they don't, they don't even have a God. <clears throat> this is what's happening. They're very brisk. This is what's happening, and they can explain maybe how you got to that, but not the ultimate why they can't get well, to Well, there are too many people in science that try to use science to... I have to invoke God as the basis for what's going on. Which is a pillow because... Yep. Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. <coughs> End of the day, you ask the guy, well, how did this come to be? So then they'll say, the Big Bang, or some ridiculous answer. Like, how did it come to be that the brain waves work in this way? Well, they'll say it doesn't matter. Like, why, why do you care? Right, they're just pushing atheists, okay. <laughs> the biggest atheists are the, are the ones who know the most, because they have to deny the most. Huh. Okay, so let's learn a little bit. So there were some there were some big things that I wanted to discuss, but I feel like we should just wait till everybody gets back. Maybe after the after the break, some sugyas about the myths of Kriya Shema and the it's not as simple as, as uh, we learned when we were little kids. There's a lot going on with the myths of Kriya Shema behind it. There's also a big union of are you allowed to say Kriya Shema in the way of Shomei Kaona? 
Right? We know by a lot of mitzvahs and by brachas, even by brachas, if I would say a bracha, I say kiddush. Everybody can just listen. Shomea. It's ka'ona. It's like they're answering. And they got it. But thanks, you can't do that. Like you're saying like modem. So what about... So what about... Well, I, that might be true. What about... Let me ask a question. What about... Um, okay, let's leave it at that. But what about Shema? I don't want to get into it right now, even though it's, it's very juicy, it's very geshmak, and it's going to connect really to the amkus of what Shema is. I'm just giving you like a, like a little taste of what's going to be, I think, next, I think we should wait till next week when everybody's back. Can you do Shema? It's, it's a big machlokas. What? Set it up right you can now. set it up. It's machlokas, Vilna Gon, and uh, Shagas Aryu. It's nice. And it's going to depend on, I think we have to explain, we're going to have to explain the machlokas between these two giants in a way of Panemius. In a way of understanding what the what the what the mitzvah is of, of Kriyashma, and we're going to learn some very serious nakudos about Kriyashma from this Malchus. Before we get to that, let's let's see Tosos. Let's get into a, a juicy Tosos. I mean, I'm going to be I'm going to be I'm here at Shem today, okay, clearly, and tomorrow <laughs> we'll be here. Wednesday, Thursday, I'm out, and Monday, I'm not sure what's going to be. I don't know if I'll be get get back in no, time. Like no, so then so the Chaver will have to continue with Tosos. We'll see. Akapanan. So Tosus says, so Meimasai Korn. First Tosus in Shas. Perish Rashi, Rashi told us, and we learned this last week. <laughs> How is it that we read Shema during the day when we know that the Zman ve'in anu mamtinin l'tzeis ha'kochavim and we don't wait until tzeis, which is the Zman. When three stars come out, that's the Zman that one can start saying Kriyashma Midoraisa. We didn't learn that yet, the word tzeis ha'kochavim. We only learned at the time that the Kohanim go to eat their truma, but the Gemara is going to say on this Amud that that's the time of that is Tzesa Kachavim. So Rashi is asking, and the general Mincha Marav, last night, 4.30, the Marav was before Tzais, before the Kachavim came out. So how are we saying Shema, and we're okay with that? Kedemfarsh Gemara al-Kain, Perish Rashi. So Rashi explains, Shekriya Shema Al-Hamita Iker. Shekriya Shema Al-Hamita is the main Shema, because you're not Yotzi Midaraisa during Mincha Marav. So therefore, when do you say a Shema after Tzais? Krishma Mita. That's your Shema that you're Mekayim the Mitzvah Darais. He didn't say that, though. I shouldn't say it's the Iker. It just happens to be that's, that's going to be your, you're going to fulfill your obligation to that. Correct. And so Tosa right. sounds here like he's saying that Rashi holds that the main Shema of the day is Krishma Mita. Right, Rashi didn't say that. Right, what did Rashi say? Amita Soyotza. You're Yotze because we're stuck. Listen, we have to dive in Mibod Yom because it's very dark. You know, there's no lights anymore. So we have to dive in early. What are you supposed to do? You go home. When you say Shema, you say, Amita. Is it Lechatchila? Would Rashi rather you say it in Shul with a minion, uh, you know, at 8 p.m.? Yes. What are you supposed to do? Yatza. It doesn't seem like Tovus is assuming that. So Tovus seems like it's the Iker. So already, I'll already um, jump in because I was, of course, I was bothered by that also. At the end of Tosos, You'll see, you know, well, wait, at the end of Tosos, you'll see he's going to use the word Iker again, and we're going to see that he doesn't really mean the way we learn Iker, meaning the main, uh, the main. main. But when you say Shema twice a day, that's, he's referring to Shema Shalmita, right? When, what do you mean? When we we learn where Chayev says Shema twice a day. Right, so the one that's Teresa, he's saying is, Rashi is saying it's Shalmita. I mean, also the same, right? He's quoting Rashi. He's quoting Rashi. Tosa himself is not going to say that. Okay. So watch what Tosa is going to say. 
Vuhu, okay, just says in the Kriya Shema Mita is Vuhu Lachar Tesokhovim. That's after Tesokhovim. Vahachi Isa Bi Yerushalmi. This is brought also in the Yerushalmi, what Rashi was saying. In Koro Kodum Lachain, if a person says Shema before this man, before Tesokhovim, Lachain Lo Yotza. He's not Yotza, Midarais. So the Yerushalmi itself asks, and that's what Rashi was quoting. Vim Kain. So then what are we doing over there saying Shema in the Shul if it's too early? So the Gemara there answered and Rashi quoted in order to stand up to get into Tefillah into Shemona Esrei amongst Divrei Torah from within Divrei Torah which we're going to have to explain next week we say a little bit of a deeper opinion what is what are these words what does that exactly mean? It means listen Kriya is that's the Seder of Marv Lamaisi, you're not being Yotze, you're Mitzvah Daraisa. So therefore, Shema also has its roots in Divrei Torah. Okay, so you're saying Divrei Torah. It's like Ashrei before Shemona Esrei. You're saying Kriya Shema before Shemona Esrei. Very nice. Okay? Simple. Now Tosas gets into it. He says, Tema. He has a big problem. Tema the Perusha Vahalo. Ein Ha'olam Regil Nekros. Samach L'Shchiva. El Parash Rishon. He says, first of Tosas says, one second. Kriyashma, now this is going to be a big machlokas, we've shown him, but how many parshias of, of Kriyashma do we need Daraisa? So some say, Shema Vahafta is one, Vahaya and Vayomer, it's three parshias. Like it's one versus three. Some say one versus three, so Tosis is going after Rashi and saying, Rashi, listen, Kriyashma Amita is only one parsha. Most people say Shema Vahafta, but we hold Daraisa, it's more than that. So you're not really even being Yotze, you're Daraisa. You got this man, but you don't have the parshias. Vim Kain, Shalosh parshas hayulukros. Really, a person should be saying three parshas every single Kriya Shema Amita Rashi. That's question number one. The answer to that question would be Rashi holds that does. <laughs> only the first parshas. That right? Why can't he just say that people say three? So, right. so, so some Tosas is saying that that's not the way that Kriya Shema Amita is set up. Okay. Some people who are machmer do do that. Some people do do that. But according to Rashi, <coughs> very simply, and I think the Rashba even says Rashi holds Amita Rice. It's only one parsha. See from here. It's funny is Tosas went through this whole like lumda say like. If you're going to say it's Alamita, then you're going to only say one, one Parsha. Rashi literally said that. He said, like, first Parsha, Yotze. Like, why did... To- Rashi said that? Yeah, Rashi already said it was the first Parsha. He didn't say, you're going to say it Alamita. Uh, Parsha, we show him, show them Korah, right. Mitasa Yotze. So Tosos will sometimes ask, you'll see, and this is way he does it. Tosos has his own Shita. Even though, and he holds, you need three Parshas for Daraisa. Clearly, it seems like Rashi holds one Parsha. Still, Tosos is going to say, you're wrong. I mean, he's not going to say, okay, Rashi, I get it. You only hold one parsha's Daraisa, so I'm not going to ask the question. No, he asks it anyway, because he holds against Rashi. Right. No. another question. We're going to learn in a Mishnah, and we do it every single day, that before Kriyashima, by day and by night, you need Brach Berchas Kriyashima. Two before, and a night two afterwards. So where do you have the brachas by Krishna Mita? There's no bra- there's no brachas. You already said those brachas. But yeah. before it says. But Chazal Masakin, you should be saying that around Shema. So he's asking it's Rashi. Is it too big a half sick? Is that one? Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's hours different. It's yeah. not right around. This is it's called Birkas Krishma. Birkas Krishma means you should say brachas around Krishma. And I think Israel and others asked last week. And another question is that if we're saying the Birkas Krishma. Mibod Yom, you know, at four forty-five p.m. It's not says yet, and Shema is only considered divrei Torah. So isn't it? Isn't it? Brachal 
you're saying Birchus Krishna on a Krishna is not a Raisa. Did the Rabbanin allow that? So it's not a. Well, clearly, clearly, we have to explain why it's okay. Right. But the question is, it seems like it should be a bracha levatala. That's the question. It should be a bracha levatala, because you're saying birchas kriyishma on a kriyishma that's being mekayma mitzvah daraisa. It's also it's from the Torah, so you're learning Torah in a way. You could argue that maybe it's not a wasted bracha because you're oh, 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 oh. you're saying Torah. So there's going to be something like that. Ahavas Ahavas Olam is a birchas Torah. You can say shema anytime you want. Right? I mean, not that you're obligated, but you know, you can say Shema Yisrael in the middle of the day if you want. You could, but you're not going to be Yotze necessarily your Mitzvah. Dar, right? <laughs> no, I understand. Yeah. But it's not like it's a problem saying it. No, it's whatever you want. So we'll start to get to some answers of how the Berchus yeah. Krishma is working when it's not the right. Zman Krishma. Right. That's going to help a little bit, your answer. Because it's Torah, so you could still say a bracha, but that's only going to help for like one of the brachas. There's going to still be three others that it's not going to help for. <laughs> Because if you didn't say Berkhaz Torah, Avas Olam works. Right. So that's good for Avas Olam. What about the other brachas? If you didn't say Berkhaz Torah, then you'd be Yotzi in Avas Olam. So, yeah, we're going to learn that sugya. So that's that's going to be here, that if, right? You know that? The person doesn't say Berkhaz Torah in the morning. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah we're going to have to, we also we're going to do. That's why you have to say things, Berkhaz Torah, before you even learn in the shir. Yeah. 100%. We're going to also, I think, um, different than a regular Gemara Shir, because that's not what we're doing, is that we're going to also open up Berchus Krishma and Krishna. We're going to look inside the words. Let's make it real. Right? Everybody, we learn Gemara, you're, you're talking about these, like Berchus Krishma and Krishma. Like, like we know it, Balpeh. Let's, let's look, let's open it up, let's read the words. Let's see, what did Chazak put in these words? We start to read these words, you're starting to say, okay, one second, what Shaykh is these words to Krishma? You ever look at, you ever pay attention to Berchus Krishma? Yeah. And they're not even shy to each other. Right. One bracha is at the change of Zmanim, and another bracha is about Taira. What shy is to each other? And then afterwards, changes tenses, it changes plural, singular. So there's a lot to do. Stuff, yeah. So we can't do everything, <coughs> but we've got to do something. <laughs> Vod, another kasha, right? The first, uh, the first Tosis in Shas has to really, you know, bomb at Rashi. He's, gonna, he's telling you, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of Shas. So I'm really going to give it to him right now. going to bomb my grand. What is that? On my grandfather. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know how old the Balitosos. I guess they all came from him. I don't know how exactly who made up the Balitosos. And so Ben Tam and Ben Tam for sure. His father, his grandfather was Rashi. I don't know if the, all of them were, but yeah, they probably all come from that. Let's go after my grandfather. <laughs> they did it with a smile, though. They asked all the questions with a smile. You know. Vode. Those are. I think Tosos says. I think Rabbi Tam himself says. I, I saw it once. I don't know where I saw it. I think it's Rabbi Tam. He says, it's crazy. I'm, I'm not saying it exactly, but basically this. He says, when you learn a Gemara for the first time, learn it like, he says something like 10 or 20 times, just Gemara. Then you can start to add Rashi to understand where Rashi was coming in to explain what was bothering him. Because you have to learn the Gemara 10 times to know where the holes are. And then Rashi is going to, going to explain those problems. And then after you learn the Gemara and Rashi like 10, 20, 30 times, I don't remember the number, then you can ask a question on him. So Tozer's never asked a question on Rashi, he comes out, until you learn like 50 times. You get your neuronal circuits uh, conditioned sure you... to get ready to handle the, uh, yeah. the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's unbelievable. These aren't simple things that, that Tozer's just, you know, just spit out of their yeah. mouth like we, you know, like our questions. 
they really set over it again and again before even asking one thing. The Gemara is going to tell us that Kriyashma Amita is, was mainly created, right? we already did it, so why are we adding Kriyashma Amita, which would be a, th- a third? So the Gemara is going to say it's because of the Mazikin, to protect why you from... Kabanos, too, a quick one. That also, so Kabanos. four times a day. Yeah, and if people put on uh, Rabbeinu Tam Tefillin and they, and they uh, want to say Kriyashma... Then it's five times a day. Okay. And then if you're before the Zman or after the Zman, then it's, it can be six. You can be saying Shema. I've said Shema. I've counted in times. A lot of times in one day. Just it comes out sometimes. Which is a good thing. Anyway, <laughs> so, so Kriyashma Al-Nita, it's primarily created because of the Mazikin. Right? You go to bed. There's some... The double-edged sword. Pithios Biyadam. Yeah. Shlomo Melch was scared. At night he had his, his, his Chaber around him. It's Bishul Mazikin. So... Kedam Rasamach, like the Gemara is going to teach us in Hamad Aleph. Vim Tamil Chacham who ain't a Sarach, and a Tamil Chacham says the Gemara he doesn't he doesn't even need Kriyas Shmalmita. So again, right, the Rashi, how could you tell me that the Kriyas Shmalmita is going to be the Mitzvah Daraisa? A Tamil Chacham doesn't even need it. It's only for the Mazikin. It's not really a very special. No, it's not. It's a special Shema, but it's not for the Mitzvah Daraisa. Some of these questions we'll go into and answer. Some of them we're not going to. Vod Kasha, another question. He's not done yet. Dim Kane, Paskini Kriyas Yeshua Ben Levi. It comes out according to Rashi. He's going to paskin not like halacha. He's going to paskin like Rabbi Shubhan Levi. What is that? The Omar, Shubhan Levi says, I'll just set you up. There's a machlokas whether by Marif, do you say Shema then Shema Esrei, like Shacharis? Mm-hmm. Or do we say that just like in the morning, Shema is closer to waking up, by Marif, Shema should be closer to going to sleep? And it should be morning Shema Shemona Esrei, night Shemona Esrei Shema. So Rabbi Shubham Levi says that way. Shema Shemona Esrei, Shemona Esrei, Shema. Now we don't pass in that way. But according to Rashi, what comes out? In the morning you're saying Shema Shemona Esrei, and at night you're saying Mar Shemona Esrei, and then at, before you go to bed, Shema. So it's coming out, he's passing like Rabbi Shubham Levi. Right? Because the Kriya Shema is going to be Amita. So he said, that's what he asked. Well, and you, you Rashi, or you're holding like Rabbi Shubham Levi, Damar Tfilos, Be'emza Tiknum, that Tfilos, meaning Shemona Esrei, are Be'emza, in the middle. Shema Shemona Esrei, Shemona Esrei, Shema, they're in the middle. Peish Be'emza, Bein Shnei Kriya Shema, Bein Kriya Shema Shal Shachar, Bein Kriya Shema Shal Arvis. You stick the Shemona Esreis in between the Shemas of the day. But Vana Kamilan Krabi Yochanan, but we pass on Krabi Yochanan, Damar the Kaman, he's going to say, Ezu Ben Olam Habo, Who's the one who's a Ben Olam Haba? This is gonna, we're, all these Gemaras we're going to have to really get into. Who's a Ben Olam Haba? Zasomech Geula Shal Arvis Latfil. The one who's Somech Geula, which is a reference to Shema, even though it's the Brach of Gal Yisrael, but it's Shema, it's talking about Shema, to Shemun Esrei. We paskin in the morning Shema Shemun Esrei, Smichas Geula Latfil, and at night also Smichas Geula Latfil, Shema Shemun Esrei. The, um, the third paragraph? Where it starts to talk about that a little yeah. bit. It seems like, so we'll have to see, because it sounds like Gula in a certain way. It, in Pashas, it sounds like that. So Gali Yisrael is added later. Gula just means that that bracha, bracha to Hashem, Gali Yisrael. So if that's all... But it's not part of Shema officially. But really, the Indian is Somech Shema to Shema. That's right, right? It's not really that bracha, because that bracha, what is that... They attach the bracha to Shema because something about Shema has to do with Gula. Mm-hmm. So we have, to, we have to learn the sugya. That means you need to do three 
paragraphs th- to get the to connect to be, be yotze right and Rashi we thought in the beginning said only you have to do one paragraph according to Rashi Krishna you you're not going to be getting all three in Smith's Google too right can a person can a, another question what about me about Yom what about me about Yom when you're saying Shema so you're saying at 430 you're saying Shema it's before it says mm-hmm. so it's not Daraisa is it considered Smith's Google too can you have a, 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 a mitzvah derabanan, we'll call it, I don't know, a non-daraisa shema, and a, and a shema shema, is that considered a speaker's gulatul? Okay, we'll see. We'll, we'll get to it. Probably a month like it. What is that? Where do we see that Gwali Yisrael has to do with shema? Gula is shema? In the third paragraph. I mean, we see that the Chazal set it up, so there has to be, right? What do you mean? It's already past the shema. It's called, but it's part of Birch's, it's called Birch's Krishma. It's, it's the bracha. It's called Birch's Krishma. There's two before, two after, and that's the second one after. It's called Birch's Krishma. Shemayi Salad and So we're going to. That's why we have to go into the sitter also, and learn it up. I had a I, the Rav where I grew up. Um, he once said, he said he quoted Reb Chaim, Chaim Brisker, and Reb Chaim Brisker was the you know the the master of all lundus. He didn't hear it from his mouth, but he said in his name. He said that the that the hardest sugya to learn is what he said. The hardest sugya to learn. I don't know if he said shas because I don't think it means, makes sense. The hardest sugya to learn is the sugya of the sitter. So he said, hmm. "Why Chazal made certain things in the sitter? The order, the this gal Yisrael. What is this? Or we just say it? We say it? We say it? But why? Why did they do that? There's obviously a lot behind it, and clearly our das, our understanding, and our knowledge, our intimate knowledge of tefillah, will be so much better if we know why they did it." Right, you get you get into the tefillah. Maybe that's the mindset to start with Shmon Esrei, which is our tefillah. A hundred percent. There's no question. Why do they attach it to the Shema? How did that happen? But you, for sure, because that's right before we start our tefillah. It can't just be stopped. You're just saying you're making it sound like it's, a, it's because no, they did it deliberately because our mindset when we enter Shmon Esrei should be the gula. The why. Why gula? Why not? Well, because that's, the ulti- that's the ultimate. That's uh, you know? our ultimate. Why we're praying in the is first that, place? Is that is that the gula we're talking about? Are we talking about machiach uh, when we say that gula? Are we talking about uh, internal? There's a lot to talk about. Uh, that is it. Right, a lot of gulas. We have okay. to. We are going to have to open up the svar. <laughs> we're going to have to get into it. We have to sure. really try. I'm sure it's there'll be different opinions. Yeah, no. But we have. To, it's a great concept. We got to get into it's it. Great question. So let's just finish off with this line: Lachain and this is the underline: Lachain Per Shabbat on the Kansher. He argues with Rashi. Kriyashma Shabbat Knesses. Iker. The Kriyashma that one says in Shul at 4.30, before it says, is the Iker. And according to Tosas, your Yotze, your Mithadar Raisa, Bishma, Bishach Becha. Even before. Even before it says a Kachav. Wow. That's how Tosas holds. Right. Even though it could be like many, many hours till you lay down. It could bed, be. Right? Even, nobody holds that today. I mean, uh, nobody holds that today. I mean, the the, 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 the we better say that people hold to this because thousands of people are saying Shema, Mi Bod Yom, and they're not really saying it again at night. And we're Yotzi. supposed to. I, of course we're supposed to, but there's thousands and maybe millions of Jews <laughs> who are not saying it again after Tzais. They die in Chamarev. Whether they say Kriya Shema or not, I don't know. And if they do, yeah, they're not the being the Chavin for the Doraisa. Kriya Shema, you know, like when they go home. Well, well you're, you're, you're not being Don Kavskos over there. I am, I'm <laughs> saying that. Millions of those people are saying, repeating it. That's great. You can be down the castles, but if they're, <laughs> I'm not saying they're bad people. I'm just saying no, they're mice. You know we need all the so we'll see. Uh, they all do. We're definitely not saying you brachas. We'll continue. Is that the brachas? Okay, we'll continue.